Your sensors are correct. Do not adjust your heading. Your heading. You've discovered the Omega Particle. Streaming to the Alpha Quadrant and beyond. 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 Here's your host. The anchorman of the Federation. The doctor of Dilithium. This is Jonathan Wiegand. Welcome to the Omega Particle. I am your humbled and yes, unfortunately still quarantine host, Jonathan Wiegand, and we are broadcasting and streaming to you live from the eastern coast of the United States, and we are happy to be here again to cover another week of Star Trek news. Now, as opposed to last week, this week we actually have a lot to cover um, a lot of interesting projects that were announced, and I am actually really excited for one of them. And kind of an interesting take, personally, why this project was developed, but we'll see if it sticks and if it's successful. Hopefully it is, because I love these guys running this new project. But let's get into the Relax Fit episode. And always remember, wherever you're at, you could be driving, you could be uh, at home, hopefully. And if you're an essential worker, thank you. Just uh, take off those shoes, take off those socks, stretch up those leggies and relax because today we're just going to have a good time, not really worry about what's going on in the world outside of us and just focus on enjoying some good old Star Trek news. (laughs) The Doctor of Dilithium is in, the anchorman of the Federation. And let's start with some news. Barkeep. So, what can I get you two, flyboys? You see? It's an earth drink. Prune juice. Warrior's drink. You are absolutely right. And I couldn't be happier. Quark, a round of drinks for the house on my tab. I'm way ahead of you, Captain. You find me amusing. No. It's just that you are the fifth woman to ask me that question this morning. All I require is to sit in the sun, read my book, alone. And afterward? I really hadn't thought that far ahead. So first off, this week we, well, not we, but some people celebrated the 420 holiday. And I am very much on social media with the... Omega Particle podcast Instagram page. And I kept seeing all of these Dr. Crusher 420 high memes and gifts. And I was so confused. I was like, why is Dr. Crusher the symbol for getting high in the Star Trek universe? <laughs> I don't understand it. I even like looked it up and tried to find the reasons behind Maybe there's this episode or maybe like where she takes some like mind altering drug and nothing, nothing. I was so I was so perplexed. I was like, why did the Star Trek meme community just bestow Beverly Crusher as the poster child of marijuana use in Star Trek? I don't know. Um, I mean, well, if you think about it, she did try to have, quote unquote, relations with a ghost (laughs) in one of the uh TNG episode. So I don't know, maybe, I don't know. It's, it's wild. So, but if you know, please let me know, um, why they're 
it, maybe there's a reason behind it. So please let me know. I was befumbled, but there's some lighthearted news. Very confused by that. I'm not really into that drug community or drug culture, so I really don't know. But I was uh, surprised that somebody that they picked Crusher. If anything, I was like, maybe they would pick Riker because he seems like, I mean, he has sex with everything that moves. So I was like, maybe they would pick pick him, but no. Anyway, moving on to the big, big, big story. Very big show today. And that is the announcement this week of the Delta Flyer podcast. Yes. In the same vein as Office Ladies. Now, if you don't know what Office Ladies is, the actresses that played Pam and Angela started this Office Rewatch podcast and they go through each episode and they talk about the behind the scenes, how it happened, little quirks or maybe mistakes that we didn't see before, like maybe somebody on the production staff left a cup of coffee or anything random like that. And so it's in the same vein as that, that Garrett Wang and Robert Duncan McNeil are launching this Voyager rewatch series. And I think it's the perfect time for this. Number one, it's Voyager's 25th anniversary. Number two, they're just about to start a documentary on Voyager coming out pretty soon. We'll cover that in the next um, couple minutes. Now, there's seven years of Voyager to go through. And my hope, my honest hope, is that it's very successful and it kicks off and it makes people fall in love with Voyager. I know I'm going to go back and rewatch the show as they do the episodes. And I think I encourage everyone to do that. We got to help these guys out, get this thing off the ground. However, I am terrified that it's not going to last because it's such a tumultuous thing to do is to cover so many episodes. One of my really good friends, shout out to Jason, was like, well, the content with doing episode reviews, it writes itself. And that's true. However, it's just so much and it can be overwhelming and it kind of hopefully the audience isn't turned off. So I, I know they're going to do it in a cool, special way. And I'm excited for that to come out. There really isn't any release date on it. I, they just launched an Instagram page. So I know that it's in the works right now. So um, whenever that comes out, we'll let you know. However, is this like a new trend in podcasting? Because I, I listened to the Office Ladies, maybe the first five or six episodes, and I kind of fell off because I just have so many other podcasts I listen to that I was like, okay, I'll just chime in when I can. But um, from what I've talked to my friends, it's super successful. People love it. They have great guest hosts on the Office Ladies. So is this a new trend in podcasting? Is this going to be shows that can be revisited with certain stars? Um, I think it'd be neat to see, but I just hopefully that this isn't just a fad and a trope. Like I said, you're, you're signing on for a super long commitment when you're doing that many reviews. So, and then what happens when the reviews are done and you run out of episodes at the end of the podcast or see, it's just, I don't know. Um, and that's why personally I decided not to do series episodic reviews is because yes, there's a ton of content, but it's limited. And if, I mean, you're kind of boxing yourselves in because eventually you'd have to change the entire spectrum entire content of the podcast. Like if you just cover original series and then the three seasons are done, what else do you do? You move on to something else, a TNG or, 
this is not for me. So that's why we structured OPP a little differently. So moving on, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, the Voyager documentary is still in production and surprised to find out that it's being made by the same people that made the DS9 documentary, What We Left Behind. And that was a very well done documentary. I loved it. Love seeing what season eight could have been for DS9. So I'm really curious what they're going to cover and touch on in the documentary. Um, there's a previous episode of Omega Particle that we dealt with the behind the scenes drama on Voyager. And they're probably the most drama behind the scenes. So I'm sure there's going to be some coverage of that in the documentary. However, producer David Zappone has posted several updates on social media. On the previous Relax Fit news episodes, we've covered the Star Trek cruise. And this is where a majority of the filming was done for this Voyager documentary, simply because they had the entire cast in one central location that they could record those interviews and even record multiple like panels or something like that. It was a good idea to do that on the cruise. However, now I think the shooting is done and they're going into like post-production. So hopefully we'll get that soon sometime this year. No dates are kind of out or anything like that. And speaking of Voyager and speaking of the cast, this is something that's kind of new and just started. Um, I don't know if any of you follow Kate Mulgrew on social media, but Captain Janeway is doing a unique thing to help with the social distancing and isolation that people feel. She is actually hosting a virtual happy hour with six fans. Now, what she'll do is you'll send in kind of a description of how this isolation and how this pandemic has touched your life and how it's changed your view on society. And she will select six fans from that. So if you want to submit, you can email your story and your perceptions about life and society to cocktailswithkate at gmail.com. And she'll read all the submissions and she'll pick six fans. You'll have a Zoom hangout with her which I think is really neat and I think is a brilliant way to kind of help with those isolation. Um, I think it's every Thursday. So follow her on social media and submit if you have a really good story. I think it's cool and I'm definitely going to check those out. So with all the Voyager news, we're going to go back to some breaking new Picard developments, which I'm kind of not super surprised about. And I think I posted a story, Instagram story about this is that LeVar Burton is rumored to be coming back. Now, I think it's a brilliant idea to bring Jordy back. Primary source on this is a interview he did with Entertainment Tonight. And he was asked if there was a potential for Jordy to come back in Picard, maybe season two, maybe season three. And LeVar Burton smartly said, well, I don't want to get myself into trouble, which means, is there a secret? Is he hiding something? Very interesting comment. Normally, if there was nothing, he would say, oh, well, no, of course not. I haven't been approached. I haven't been asked. But he says, no, I don't want to get myself into trouble. And he, he continues and says, it's super reasonable to assume that the people are still a part of Picard's life, the people that he got close to on the Enterprise, and that Possibly you could get several cast members coming back 
on Picard in the future, but maybe not all at one time. And then he cheekily says, well, never say never. So I think that's an interesting idea because they even mentioned um, when they were doing production of Picard, they, when the episode with the Rikers, um, Michael Dorn and LeVar Burton visited the set. And so these people are still super close in real life. I would not be shocked to see a Wharf or a LaForge come back into Picard at the same time or maybe separately, but it was it's definitely going to happen. It's just a matter of when and, and who. And he even said, Burton goes into, well, if if Jordy did come back, this is what I want him, would want him to do. I'd want him to be teaching and passing on the knowledge that he learned throughout his career. So those are very specific notions and, and ideas that he wants. So it wouldn't surprise me if it's already in the works. Um, however, sad news, they have been doing all the writing for Picard season two, but they haven't actually gone into shooting and they were planning to do it this summer, but it's been pushed back to COVID-19 for safety reasons. And I completely agree with that. It's just, it's a bummer because there may be some big gaps between Picard season one and hopefully discovery season three comes out on time, but it's just hard to say because of, um, the safety issues with COVID-19 and social distancing. However, it is nice to see maybe we'll get some Burton action in the future. Speaking of COVID-19 kind of wrecking everything, <laughs> um, we're going to start out with some a little bit of bad news and wrap it up with some good news as we uh, finish this Relax Fit episode, is that I'm sure you've probably already heard, but Comic-Con San Diego has officially been canceled it was originally going to be for the weekend of July 23rd through the 26th. And in a, in a I mean, I, I agree with shutting things down. I know that seems super far out, but to have that thousands and thousands of people from all over the world, it's just a smart concept. And if you're angry about that, I mean, it's, it's for the greater good. And trust me, nobody understands cancellations more than me. Personally, I'm a marathon runner. And it's very difficult to plan for a marathon because you have to have at least three, four months of training. All these cancellations have come out and it's like, well, I've just wasted the last three or four months for nothing. And I'm registered for the Chicago marathon at the beginning of October. And then one called the Marine Corps marathon at the end of October. And everybody's aghast because it's like, they're probably going to be canceled. Should I even begin training? I understand cancellations and how frustrating they can be. And then you lose a bunch of money on plane tickets and hotels. And But there is a little bit of good news out of this is that the convention center that they've been using for the San Diego Comic-Con has actually been turned into a temporary hospital and slash COVID-19 testing area. So I think that's an amazing use of those resources instead of just remaining empty. And it's frustrating, but you have to think, the quicker we can beat this, the quicker we can get back to normal. So I know it's frustrating and some bad news. However, here's a little bit of good news. And to help, again, kind of in the same vein as the Cocktails with Kate, is that there are a lot of new streaming services that are coming out with this Watch Party apps and Watch Party capabilities. One of them is from Paramount and they will be holding live virtual screenings of Star Trek II Wrath of Khan. And the closest one will be April 25th. 
through an app called CYA Live. Not cover your ass. It's called CYA Live, and you can, I think you can pay a dollar ninety nine to be a part of this um, live streaming, and that seems a little much. But they are bringing in two special guest hosts. They are the host of the Inglorious Trexperts, um, whose names are Mark Altman and Darren Deutscherman. And they will be doing a intro to the movie and then doing a Q&A afterwards. But the cool thing about CYA Live is that you can talk and communicate throughout the movie with the guest and then with whoever's involved while watching the movie. So it's a cool concept. It's kind of in the same vein as the Netflix watch party. Now, if you haven't heard of this, it's a Chrome extension that Netflix came out with that if you're on a desktop or a laptop, you can share specific code to your friends and you can watch Netflix together in this kind of private room where you can chat and talk about, which I think is totally cool. And I need to do that because there's so many good um, Star Trek episodes that I can watch with some of my friends. So I definitely encourage people to do that. It doesn't have to be Star Trek, but try to get a watch party together. I thought about doing that something on like an Instagram live to kind of just help this social distancing and maybe not have people seem so far apart and alone. So you can do that on Netflix. However, Amazon Prime is starting to work with Twitch. Now, I've never used Twitch before because I'm not a huge gamer, but they're trying to work out some deal where Amazon Prime and members can use the Twitch software to have the same thing, have the same watch party. Um, Nothing's been announced yet. I think it's still in beta testing. So if you want to be a tester for that, I would definitely go to twitch.tv if you're an Amazon Prime member, go to their main Prime website and see what can be done. But but circle back around, go to CYA Live, $2 a ticket to watch that Rathacon live with those podcasting guys. And there are other like streaming cons that people are starting to come up with. Like I think Cameo did on April 18th, they did this massive iconic characters virtual panel. And it had, of course, had Jonathan Frax. And so they had a lot of iconic characters show up. So I don't know if you can go online and watch that. I think it's for free through Cameo. But upcoming is that on April 25th and May 2nd, there is a kind of a virtual, they're calling it a Holocon. And it's through the Lambda Quadrant podcasting network. They're going to have special guest Nicole DeBauer. She played Dax on DS9 for the last season. I think it's a neat idea to kind of check in. And even though we have to be distant physically, it doesn't mean we can't still interact and um, attend these quote unquote virtual Comic-Con panels. So definitely check them out. Like I said, it's on twenty fifth, April 25th and May 2nd through the Lambda Quadrant. So I think that's all the news we're going to cover today. But let's wrap up this episode and move on. I wonder if I can... Oh, yes. <clears throat> Come cheer up, my lads, tis to glory we steer To find something new in this wonderful year To honor we call you as three men For who are so free as the sons of the waves Hard of oak our ships, shall we cause our men We always are ready, steady boys, steady We'll fight and we'll conquer again So I'm in the middle of researching and getting ready for Borg part three. Wow. I can't believe it's already been two other episodes. 
And in that episode, we'll cover um, the main meat of all Borg history, and that's the 24th century, as well as the heavy hitters, Captain Picard and Captain Janeway, the main two captains that have interacted with the Borg more than anyone, as well as a little bit of Cisco. He doesn't have a lot, but we'll just throw it in there because it fits neatly and snugly in that 24th century. Once again, if you guys um, want to debate or want to just comment on the show, please hit me up at Omega Particle Podcast on Instagram, or you can email me at Omega Particle Podcast at gmail.com. Um, feel free to reach out. It's not like we have anything to do. Our lifestyles are super busy right now. Just want to say thank you for listening and tuning in. And it's definitely been a blast. We'll get back and I can't wait to cover our conclusion of the Borg series. Now remember, second star of the right, straight on till morning.